0: I wanted to share something, and I didn't know, and I kept trying to circle around it where it needed to fit, and I think it fits here. Uh, It kind of goes along with something. If y'all remember, a month or so ago, we had Pastor Alan Duke from the Irondale campus with us, and he shared just a great message. If you haven't uh, listened to it, go back on the podcast and listen to Pastor Alan's message as well. But he brought something light, and the Lord spoke to me on it, and I thought I would get it out one way, and it just never seemed to be the right thing to do until now. It's in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and it goes right along with what you're saying Kevin how do we do this how do we unleash the great man that is on the inside of us Again this will this will serve you ladies as well but I'm particularly this fathers day speaking to the men that are here how do you unlock the greatness that God has put on the inside of you And I love what you said Kevin remember and greatness doesn't just mean some great Achievement or action you're going to do. I think, again, what does it mean to be a great man? A, be a man. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Own your manhood. I'm here to tell you it's okay that you're aggressive. Aggression is okay because you can channel it in a positive direction. Right? Hunger, drive, aggression, the desire to conquer, the desire to build, the desire to do great adventures, the desire for exploits. Those things are okay, right? So, so it's okay to be aggressive, right? It's okay to be masculine. It's okay to be rough and rugged and strong, right? It, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay to uh, all these things, I mean, to bristle up, to bow up, to strut, to crow, right? Other analogies we can throw out there, to roar, right? To growl, you know, it's okay. Amen. These things, you were made a man. So what does it mean to be a great man? You own your stuff. Something I learned from Stephen Mansfield, a real man owns his field. And the first field you have to own is manhood itself. Amen. So so don't be afraid of being thought of as toxic. It's actually not. Right. It's actually we need more manhood in in the world. Next, again, what does it mean? It means be the husband if if you're married. Be the husband that your wife desires and needs you to be. Own that position, right? If you're single, right? Because I got three of you in here that are single. And you want to be married. Go ahead and be that husband before she shows up. That's right. Don't wait until a day. A, 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 mystic, a mystic magical day called your wedding will not make you a husband. That's right? right? It, it starts with the desire to be one before you get there. Right? Same thing if you're a dad, if you're a father, be a father. Right? Here's one that again is be a friend. Right? Be a good friend. Like Kevin said, a friend that calls out greatness. A friend that smacks you upside the back of the head when you're not walking in your greatness. And says things like, What's the matter with you? <laughs> What's going on with you? That's not who you are. Right? A good friend inspires you, and a good friend, you hear me say, a good friend knows the song of your heart so that they can sing it back to you when you forget the words. Right? So don't be afraid to sing people's songs back to them. Right? And then you can own whatever it is you put your hand to and a dedication of work. Right? Because all work is good work. Right? All work is noble work. And again, in our today's society, we need to have... Godly men who show up and go to work regularly, daily, with a good attitude. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and are glad to be there and are leading the people that are there. Right. And who who put in a good full and beyond full day's work. Amen. Because it, it's on that that built our nation. But here I was one on want to read. And here Paul, again, obviously Paul, the man, writing to his uh, spiritual son, right? I wanted to, to say this as well uh, to uh, to all of us that are dads. Remember, you are a dad in two arenas. I have the pleasure of being the father of six children, right? That's my that's my honor in this earth, and I have the pr- privilege of being a spiritual father to many. All of us have that. You were both a physical and a spiritual father. Amen. Right? So own both of those. Right? Own both of those. We need dads. And it says this, but let no man despise your youth or your age. I'm going to say it like that. You know, we, in our time, we don't necessarily despise youth. Right? unfortunately, we worship youth in our current culture. So we could say it like this, don't let no one despise your age, no matter how old that is. Whether you feel like, well, I'm too young and nobody will listen to me, or whether you think I'm too old and my time has passed. Let no one despise your age, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. These are the hallmarks of good men. It's not over till it's over, isn't it, baby? That's right. Good. But men are men of their word and men of the word. Men are well behaved and act appropriately. I look at my boys and say, amen, right? Men know their manners. Men know how to behave themselves and in what arrangement, right? Amen. We know how to love. We are men of spirit. Again, I love that both of the Holy Spirit. But guys, be a man of spirit. Show some passion. Be passionate. Yes, please. Amen. About something. Yes. For the love of Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Find something and love it. Yes. Find something and love it enough to get good at it. You know, Tony and I last night we were walking, watching this guy, one of them, Tim Wales. Right? We were watching this video of him and he's kind of walk, walking through. And he's doing a, a good job of being falsely humble, you know. And uh, as he's walking through this video that's full of all these dead critters hanging up all over the wall. And, and he goes, well, is you know, just a few. That's not much. It's just, you know, and I'm like, going, dude, like there's not a square inch of your wall that doesn't have something dead on it, right? I mean, and he's there and he's walking around. But I remember walking away afterwards and thinking, you know, there's a guy that loves something and just decided to get good at it. Find something to love in this life and just get good at it. Amen. Love it enough to get good at it. And then in faith, right? We are men of faith and believing and we are men of, I love this, purity. But this is, how do you do this? And this is the part I've been wanting to share for some days. Paul says, here here it is. Here's the do's. He says, give attention to some things. Pay attention to, it says, "Reading." That's why I gave you a book today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. That's why, you know, for you, I appreciate Tony for years past father's day. Traditionally at life of faith has been, I buy you a full moon gift card. Yes. Amen. I've done that for, I forgot how many years in a row, which is nothing wrong with that. It's, annoying. It, it's just annoying. <laughs> Tony says it's annoying. Say, you know, but I bought that, but i read this. I thought, you know, no, we men listen to me. We need to. Develop a hunger and a passion to read. Yep. I know Paul here is specifically saying the Bible, and I agree. Right? We need to have a hunger and a passion to read God's word. But guys, be become a reader. Right? That is one of the main ways you grow. Become a reader. Right? So give attention to reading. I love this. Give attention to exhortation. Now, that's a word that gets a, a little bit less attention than it should in the New Testament. The word exhortation in the New Testament does mean to go, yay, good job, Michael. That's exhortation, a pat on the back. But actually the word exhortation is a root or a root off of the word called paraclete, which is the word we know for the Holy Spirit. And it means the action of coming alongside and helping people. It's the verb form of coming alongside to help. Give attention to the opportunities that will come to you to come alongside people and help them. Help them in their spiritual walk. As Kevin said, help them by calling out the greatness in them. Shoot, just help them. Just come alongside and help them do something. Amen. But it's give attention to developing the habit of coming alongside and helping people. Then finally it says, give attention to doctrine, Why Not finally, it says, give attention to doctrine. That's just good old sound teaching. Give attention to good Bible teaching. Gentlemen, find some some ministers that ring the bell of your heart, whether you like their style, whether you like their message, find some good solid teaching and give attention to it. Become skilled at knowing Bible teaching. Right. And I like what Kevin said, so that you can go out and teach others so that you can be involved in conversations. Right. When you hear people. Right. uh, And they don't understand or they've had a twisted view of God or what's going on. You can step in and lovingly, gracefully and strongly correct false teaching because there's so much of it out there. Amen? Amen. Amen. It says, now don't neglect the gift that was put on the inside of you. Paul said to Timothy, he says, it was put onto you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the leaders of the church. Uh, I would probably say most of the men I know that have been here, and I don't and with with press I just don't know your story full enough yet, so you have to tell me if this has ever happened to you. But I could say probably most of the men I know here at some point in your life, some other spiritual person has come up and put a hand on you, and put a gift on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. They've said something about you. They've prophesied something over you, right? Don't neglect those things that have been spoken over you, right? How do you neglect them? Either maybe they haven't happened yet, so you think, well, that might not be true, or again, life happens, and we get distracted. Life gets busy. Don't neglect the gift that has been placed on you. And then Paul says, and meditate on all these things. Meditation is constantly and consistently over and over again thinking of it. Like Kevin said, how he was thinking about this message today. You are meditating on your message. And Kevin, that's a great way to study. So then when you step up, you can just say what the Spirit leads you to say. You're meditating on it. But you meditate on what you've been reading. Right, You meditate on opportunities to help people. You think about it. How could I help somebody? Play scenarios over in your mind. What would that look like? I meditate on doctrine. I meditate and think about the gift of God on the inside of me. What will it look like when I step into this thing that has been prophesied over me? Right, Meditate on these. And this is what happens, Paul says. And as you meditate on these things and give yourself entirely wholly completely utterly to them it says then your progress will be evident to all men how do we unlock the man that's on the inside of us through these things right here amen 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 amen, amen. (laughs) hallelujah well father i just come to you in jesus name and i speak over these men that are present today I speak over every man that is watching, listening, hearing, wherever it is, whether it's live here in person, whether it's over Facebook, whether it's over the podcast as it goes out. And just with what Kevin says, I echo what he said. I call out the greatness that's on the inside of them. Amen. And I declare in the name of Jesus, no more small thinking. No more small thinking about yourself. No more small thinking about your potential. No more small thinking about your influence or your life. I, I declare over you an increase of your thoughts, an increase in the territory of your influence, an increase of anointing, an increase of God's supernatural ability flowing and operating on the inside of you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Father, thank you for strong men. Thank you for great men. Thank you for manly men. Thank you for masculine men. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, very cool. Again, just I just want to share this. Remember, I mean, one of the, one of the greatest things we can do as a church both corporately and individually, is empower men. I say this a lot. If you watched our live, I think on Thursday, we talked about this. There's a very standing statistic put out by George Barna that goes something like this, that if if a child or a young person is the first one to faith in Jesus in a family, then there's a 7% chance the rest of the family will follow. It says that if the wife or the mother if the female of the family is the first one to faith, that that little number jumps up to about 17% chance the rest of the family will follow. But here's what, again, and we don't worship stats, but we do pay attention. But according to what Barn and them have studied over about three or four decades, but if the man, the husband, the father, if he's the first one to faith, it is a 95 to 97% chance that the rest of the family will follow. Now guys, that's that's in faith. I like to add to that just a little bit. If if the man gets a revelation. If the man as Kevin said gets a vision. If the man gets the insight. If the man is improved. I like what Stephen Mansfield says. Whenever we Help and increase manhood, everyone rises. Gentlemen, you've heard this phrase that a high tide or a strong tide rises all boats. You are the tide. Right? If you will let God rise you and you will rise yourself, then everyone who floats on you will rise. Everyone under your pull and your influence will increase. When the man gets better, everyone gets better. And I don't think you women mind me saying that. Amen. Amen. This is not, and I think you would agree, no woman thinks that's puts you down, right? Mm -hmm. No. And it's time, and I know what we do, but it's also time to quit apologizing Mm -hmm. that I'm trying to improve men. Mm -hmm. Because if I can improve a man, I improve everyone connected to that man. So today and this week, go find a man and make him better. Go find a man and say something to him, improve him, increase him, call him out. Because when you make him better, you make everyone connected to him better. Amen.